What are you choosing to create in your life? Are you doing it with awareness? And are you doing it with strength? Are you doing it through fear? And are you possibly doing it because it's something you love? Welcome to the Mindset Alchemy podcast, where we look at the way words, thoughts, feelings, and our surroundings impact us, work with us, and work against us. Looking forward to having you join me. Let's get on with it. Hey, awesome people. I have an incredible, amazing, and phenomenal guest with me today. The wonderful Camille Miller is coming to join us to share with you and to bring a spark of light and life into your life. Camille, thank you so much for joining me. I know it's quite early in the morning there for you. So thank you for making the time and the space for us today. How are You're you? Absolutely welcome. I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a privilege. The privilege is all mine. Camille, you have a fascinating bio and I don't wish to get it wrong and I don't wish to read it out loud. Can you share a bit about your soul-led journey, about where you come from? And then we're going to also chat about your natural life business partnership. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Um, I am the pioneer for the soul professional movement. And that is all about bringing people across the world together that want to live in a higher vibration, have an alternative approach to business and are here to help repair the world. Um, and to remind people that there is a professional space for you to be exactly who you are in, um, and, and do things exactly the way you want to do things and to build wealth with joy and kindness and generosity. Um, and I created a professional group that is all about that. It's all about, you know, bringing people across the world together that want to do this. Um, and my background was in strategic planning for nonprofits. And before this, I ran the Northeast Organic Farming Association for the oh. state of New Jersey and later became president of the Northeast, which pushed me in Washington. And I realized that the people that ate organically had a holistic mindset to them. Mm -hmm. And they were in professional lives, scientists and doctors and teachers and Wall Street executives. Um, and I realized that there was this gap in the world to uh, bring together those like bridging spirituality with business success. And when you do the inner work is how you create your outer success. So I went ahead and created what I felt was missing in the world is a professional community that brought us all together. So I love that. To create. Thank oh, you. so many people talk about a soul-led business, a soul-aligned business, and you went one step further. You put it in print. Would you like to share your journey about that? And uh, can you show the, those of the audience that are on YouTube your book for us, please? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's one in the background, but here it is. Um, it's called The Ultimate Guide to Creating Your Soul-Aligned Business. Um, it is a collaborative book. So we tell stories about people that have created their businesses and mostly came out of corporate jobs. Um, you know, doctors, attorneys, corporate leaders um, that just went, okay, this doesn't make my heart sing. This isn't what I thought it would be like. Mm -hmm. And 
recreated themselves. And these it's a book about their stories of how they created it. It is the first book in a three-part series. Uh, we are writing the second book right now, which is called The Ultimate Guide to Becoming a Six-Figure Soul Professional. So it's wow. like once you create it, how do you get to six figures and sustain that? And the third one is about soul leadership, is about leading major brands past a million dollars. And how do you stay in that feminine energy mm. and that place of you know goodness and kindness when you start making all the money? Now, you've touched on a point that you touched on about 10 points there that are very close to my heart. <laughs> and just, just for the audience, the snoring you hear in the background is not myself. It is my pooch and I can't kick him out. He's old. So if you hear the snoring, it's he's there to support us energetically. Beautiful. So we're getting back to what you said there. Feminine energy. Now, I believe we require a balance of feminine and masculine. The challenge is too many people work in the wounded masculine. What are your feelings? Well, obviously, you feel strongly about it because you've put it into practice. Can you explain to our audience a little bit about feminine energy as opposed to femininity? Yes. So um, everyone has feminine energy and everyone has masculine energy. And I do believe it's the weaving of the two that create our businesses. You need them both. You absolutely need them both. Um, So it's not that we work in our divine feminine and we let go of our divine masculine. It's how do we bring both to the table? And um, I believe the difference is really soul and ego. Yes. So I very rarely actually use the word feminine energy because I really believe it's your soul's purpose, your soulful self. You're, when you're leading with your heart, mm-hmm. that's your more feminine nurturing side, right? When you're working on um, anything that's competitive or challenging or you have to keep pushing yourself, that's more of your ego mm-hmm. or when you're looking at someone else and saying, that's what I want, that's your ego. And that's your male, um, divine, yeah. um, your mas- I should say your masculine divine. Yes. Right. So, um, and it takes both of those to run a business. So it's not that yes. one is better than the other. It's really about balancing the two. And when you're leading an organization, when you're attracting clients, we tend to promote to stay on that soulful side, right? Where it's kindness, it's generosity, it's purpose-driven. Um, you're, you're repairing the world by how you are reacting with each other. Yes. And not to believe, like, I don't believe in competition. I believe that there's enough work for all of us out there. Mm. So if someone's attracted to me, they're not attracted to the next person, mm-hmm. right? And maybe they're only attracted to me for a month or two or a year or whatever that client history looks like. And then they go to the next person. Like, I don't believe someone should be with a coach forever, right? Mm. It's you grow with other people. And that's why community is so important, right? Well, to me, it comes down to resonance. What you're talking about they come to achieve a certain resonance with you and then they go on to the next person that resonates with them in that space and that time for the next stage of their journey. I, I also use the analogy of the feminine is the river in flow. The riverbanks are the masculine guiding and directing it in its way. And sometimes they change space. So when the feminine overflows or dries up, we have a problem. What's that movie, Houston, we have a problem or something? (laughs) Can you share a bit about the natural? 
Ah, natural life business part partnership. I can't yeah, so we are a global professional organization for what we trademarked is called the soul professional. Mm -hmm. You know, someone who wants to be uh, have the credibility of still being a professional. So we we put ourselves up there with like the American Medical Association or the Bar Association or any professional organization that holds our members to a higher standard. And it's a way that you can find your people all over the world. So when you say, I'm a soul professional. I want you to be able to say that to someone halfway across the world and then respond, me too. Oh. So you already know their core values. You already know what they stand for. Um, and this organization, it's uh, global. So we meet on um, online. We've been online actually since 2018. So it, you know, it was before the global pandemic. So we didn't have to shift anything or change anything. And it's really a way for people to meet each other and do business on a global level, mm -hmm. but it's also co-creating. Yes. It's also saying, I believe in abundance. Mm -hmm. I believe in the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. And it's how do we run our businesses in that, in that way? Um, we had a call this morning, we have what's called what works, what doesn't and why. And it's really like a business and mindset incubator. Mm -hmm. That's what this is all about. And all coming together, I don't always have the answers, but the whole group, is about mentorship. It's about everybody's journey is here to help the next person along. And it's a really important part. So if you're hitting a million dollars, you're probably coaching the people that need to hit a half a million. If you're at a half a million, you're coaching the people that need to be a six figure soul. If you're a six figure soul, you're probably coaching the people that are just starting their businesses or in that first one or two years. Um, so the whole part is mentorship. So it's not about me. It's really about everyone helping each other along the path so we can all really thrive, not just survive. We want to thrive because I do believe that building wealth, everyone thinks it's in the ego, but building wealth can be very soulful mm -hmm. if you do it based on relationships, mm -hmm. if you do it in a way that's so aligned with who you are, right? It's not about some people hate being on social media and hate being pushing them out there. I tend to attract a lot of introverts because I'm an introvert. Mm -hmm. And it's then how do you build a business that makes you feel really comfortable? Mm. You know, and we talk a lot about self-care. We talk a lot about forgiveness. Yes. Um, you know, so. things that matter that probably aren't in our divine masculine. Like it's how do we honor this, this side of us that needs the nurturing, mm -hmm. that needs to know it's okay to care about your people. It's okay to take a day off. Um, it's okay to dance a little bit in the middle of your day if that's what you need to get your energy flowing. It's just a really different way of looking at business. Right. But we're all entrepreneurs or most of us are entrepreneurs, business owners or are some conscious leaders at the corporate level that are intrapreneurs. But it's how we're just leading in a different way and, and being totally OK with it. That is beautiful. Um, I know we will be putting the links of how people can get hold of you in the show notes. And mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, please make sure you reach out to Camille because her passion and her energy, as you can hear, is incredible. <laughs> she definitely leads from the soul. Tell me something about your podcast. Share about your podcast. How did it come about? Who do you showcase? What happens? Yeah, so the podcast started in 2020, right when we shut down. 
because all I kept hearing from my community was, I don't want to charge people. And they were kind of going into the sadness. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, this is, this is, we're the beacon of lights right here. We Mm -hmm. have to put our stuff out there. We have to do more and you can't short yourself because you want to save the world. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's called six figure souls doing good and making money. for a reason and it's highlighting entrepreneurs that have crushed that six-figure ceiling but did it in total alignment Mm -hmm. so um i just highlight different stories of people you know from oh my gosh we've had some amazing you know people that have gone through addiction problems homelessness bankruptcy just to show and highlight that it's not an easy path we take when we choose to be entrepreneurs. It is not everything that you think you see on Facebook and those false stories. There's really this whole backstory to how people became who they are. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of it was captured in this book afterwards. And that's where the book came from too. And I tell a lot about my story that I've never told before and why I decided to create this. Um, because I felt that there was a gap, but it wasn't easy for me as either, mm. you know, and telling that story. So the six figure souls podcast is, is all about just telling those stories are all interviews of people that are changing the world, but, you know, came from something that wasn't so great, you know, and, and how they chose to build their business and how they got up to where they are today. Very so we're in our, we're in our we're just finishing up our fifth season. So that's what's live right now, which was, is actually an interview of um, all the authors in the book and their stories a little bit deeper than the book itself. Um, and then we'll go to, to season six is probably going to be um, the speakers at our Soul Professional Summit because we're actually having our first annual summit in Savannah, Georgia in February. And we're bringing people together to start meeting each other because I think that face-to-face is so important. That is, I'm, I'm seeing the, for me, I love Zoom. I love being online. I also see the value of in-person where people can touch each other in more ways than just with their words and their souls and their hearts, which is, I mean, we do it anyway. It's just a different dynamic and a different level. Absolutely. Now, because we are the Mindset Alchemy podcast, what was the biggest catalyst for you to get going? I mean, the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So, so creating um, NLBP was really that I felt I couldn't find my professional tribe. I didn't know where I belonged. And it was in that search of not knowing that I really had this almost divine download of Mm -hmm. you need to create it. Mm -hmm. You need to create it. You need to bring these people together because the world will need you. Mm. So um, that's where I came from. And my background was all not-for-profit management. So bringing people together and doing a membership type organization was kind of in my soul. I always say that I had such a non-linear path to, to what I did. And I've always built businesses. I hate running businesses. I love building them. So if I can help people build what that structure Mm -hmm. and their ultimate dream looks like and allow them to make money doing it, Mm -hmm. that's fun for me. So really I created a job that I love that, you know, serves others uh, and the world needs. So that's why I help other people do that by creating this organization. That is so powerful um, that you enjoy 
the creation of the business, not necessarily the running, because I've met quite a few people who are similar to that and others who, oh no, they don't wish to start it. It's just so wonderful that we all have different facets of it in our in our makeup yeah. and to create completeness. Is this something that you find in your uh, membership within the partnership uh, group that people are able to almost like fit together like jigsaw puzzles? Yeah, so obviously I attract who I am, right? Um, I'm a creative, but I'm also incredibly logical. I have mm -hmm. both sides. I'm spiritual, I'm logical, I'm creative, and I have a lot of facets to me. So those tend to be the people that I attract. And I think so much we've been taught that business is a certain way. Like when I, when I went and got my MBA, they taught me about Disney. They taught me about McDonald's. They taught me about these big structures of how things get done. Um, and here it is decades later. I, I don't think that's so true. That might be how it got done there. Mm -hmm. Right. And they did a fabulous job, but today's world is a little different. And I, and I do believe that there's this whole creative generation coming up behind mm -hmm. me that I really want to set the blueprint in the world for and let them know that there's a different way of doing business. Right. And it could be with all of your heart and all of your soul. And so many times creatives were squashed, like go get a real job. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the world welcomes it and it's needed right now. And having a lot of different facets to you is okay. Mm -hmm. And you can create a business like that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be so streamlined. And I always say, if it doesn't feel good, don't do it. Yep. Like get it out of your business plan. Yep. So I'm, I call myself, um, uh, an alternative business engineer. Oh, so you come beautiful. to me, you tell me your dreams and we'll make it happen. That's why like I'm hired in my, in my, you know, um, personal work separate from the community is to help people just engineer that dream, what it looks like. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking them all the way through it. I'm, but I'm getting it on paper of this is what it looks like. These are your measurables. This is what you have to do. Can you wake up every day and do this? And I always say, if you can wake up every day and want to do it, whether you get paid or not, that's the job for you. Oh, then I'm definitely in the right job. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel I love yes. this I and I, I always say there is no plan b yes right this yeah. is this is really what I want to create in the world but I I really have this vision yes. of getting the word out so people one know we exist and and two know that there is an alternative way it's not the way we've all been told mm -hmm. and there are people that love you and support you and can co-create and be on your team because we're doing it a different way and we're okay with that. And there's so many people in the world. So the one thing I always hear is, oh my gosh, I didn't know you existed. <laughs> well, they do well, now. That's, that's what we're working on. Yeah, that's, <laughs> right? that's so. yeah, definitely. Um, I would will say I resonate a lot with what you were saying there, that things were done very differently. I, I, I have no desire to give my age away, but I am on the more mature side of 50. <laughs> I am as well. Cool. And when I look back to the way things were done when I was growing up, even when I was in my 20s, I go, wow, thank goodness things shifted and changed in a lot of ways because Absolutely. there's so much more expansion and growth and creativity. And something I've seen is uh, creatives are very logical. 
And yes. that is what makes smart. them creative because they're able to combine things. And so that was just so interesting what you were saying there. Now, people, talking about creativity, those of you who know the mindset uh, program I run, know I talk about choose consciously and create intentionally. And for those on the podcast, Camille has an amazing dream board to her left, to my right. (laughs) And on it, it's just Camille creates every day she sits in her office. Camille, would you like to share about creating in your dreams, your dream board, and just your life? Yeah, I think so many times um, people think about things and they think it's far away, right? That's why I always start with people, what's your ultimate dream, right? And then like, why are we not creating that right now? They think it's, they're always preparing for this world that they think is coming, 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 coming. Um And you don't actually do or work towards it, right? So this board helped me with that. I did that last spring. Um, But one of my dreams is to live in Italy, right? And someone called me on it in one of our masterminds. We have what we call our soul leader mastermind, which is, you know, if you're making 250,000 or more in growing a business. Um, And someone called me on it. They're like, and what are you doing towards that dream? And I was like, hmm, I think about it a lot. I talk about it a lot, but I don't do anything. So this summer I signed up for Italian lessons and I actually take them in Italy. I do a zoom with Italy so I can learn about the culture and uh, yeah. So starting to work towards your dreams. But um, I think the most important thing is believing that you've already achieved it. And it's not thinking I can't like so many people do it from that scarcity mindset of not yet, not yet. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm not there. And just going, I'm here and I'm living it. Mm -hmm. I'm already here. And I know how hard that is for people because the first thing that shows up is, but I'm not here. I didn't do it. (laughs) I still have all this. I can't pay my bills. Um, But it's really just sitting in that energy of, I got this because everything in the world works out for me. Universe is always working in my favor, you know? Mm -hmm. And if, everything that is presented is a lesson, right? So we learn from it. So um, I keep this vision and I add little things like this sticky notes as I, as I think of of other things. Um, Yeah. And and I, and I sit there in the, in the belief that it's happening, but I'm also very flexible. I think that's important Um, to say, if I'm going in a direction and it doesn't feel good, I stop it. Mm, I just go, there's something there that doesn't feel right. Let me sit on it. Let me stop it. Let me take time for it. Um, and I give a lot of time to self-care, which I, I don't think a lot of people do. I think is an important part of your creativity. You, you need the space to actually create because you have all the answers, but if you can't hear them, it's not helping you. You touched on a very important facet of, of life. If we can't hear it, we can, we are not able to take action on it. How do you help yourself through self-care, through various other options of going within to empower yourself to hear what the universe is whispering to you, what your soul is actually whispering to you? Yeah, most of it is just stopping, not always working. I don't work on weekends. I don't even open my computer. Um, 
every morning I have, um, like five days a week, I'll take a walk. I don't take it every morning. Um, but even after that walk, it's sitting with my coffee in silence. I don't meditate, but I have meditative structures, right? I don't sit and meditate. Like you would think people meditate. I don't do that. Um, but I sit in the, in the space of silence and I allow things to come to me. Sometimes I work all morning cause that's my most productive time. And I get all my stuff that I have to do that includes like logic or planning or bills or money or stuff like that done. And then I'll go shower because I'll release all of that energy. And that's when ideas and stuff come to me. Ideas come when I'm walking in nature. It comes when I'm showering. It comes when, you know, I'm stretching my body or dancing or it, it can't come to me if I'm in a mindset of getting stuff done. If I'm in that productive because you're either productive or you're creative. You cannot be both at the same time. So you have to allow that space for that flow to come in or you can't hear it. You're just, you're just doing, 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 doing. Mm -hmm. And you can't get out of that space. Mm. You're doing instead of being. And that's, yes. that's actually just such a beautiful example of masculine, divine masculine and divine feminine and how they work together. People take notes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> notes. this is so so important um i have found that silence is is uh, meditation because all meditation is is contemplation so you are either contemplating a sound or you're contemplating the whisper within it's just all part of it i'm not yeah. making less of meditation like the very deep meditations they are different right. And I find right. that's most people's resistance. I can't sit there going on for hours. And I say to them, well, go wash your dishes. That's one of the best ways and places to meditate. That's actually one of the things I do. I wash dishes. I actually don't do my dishes at the night. Like when I finish dinner, I don't do my dishes. I literally leave them for that space the next day. Yes. And sometimes I wake up, have my coffee and I'll do it because I need to like look out the window and think. Mm -hmm. um, and it just keeps me busy. Mm -hmm. uh, or sometimes it's the middle of the day. I did them actually right before this podcast, just to bring my energy down. <laughs> I was like, let me do the dishes. <laughs> I'll stack the dishwasher. Um, you know, and it's doing those little things. It's cleaning. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's all those little things. But I think the most important thing is when life brings you an opportunity or you hear a what if that you follow it instead of your mind's going, that's not possible. Yeah. Cause you, then you shut out opportunity. Mm -hmm. There's opportunity that is constantly flowing to us. I mean, constant, it's so big. You are so powerful, mm -hmm. but you have to say, yes, you have to be open mm -hmm. to it. You have to sit there and be like, what am I hearing? What's coming to me today? What do I know? You know, it, it could be a podcast. It could be a book opportunity. It could be, you know, a networking, when someone introduces me to somebody, I never say, I don't need to know that person or they're not big enough for me or they're not, I take it because I was like, there's a reason why this connection is happening and I'm moving forward with it. So I always talk to 20 new people every single month. Wow. Well, I'm grateful that we spoke because you inspired me so, so much. Really, I, I, just thinking about your vision board absolutely inspires me. People, you have to go watch the YouTube video if you're on the podcast. You have to see this vision board. It is just very powerful. <laughs> there we go. The fact that you sat down and you did it. Yeah. 
so many yeah. people Camille oh I would like this I would like that well like you said what are you doing about it yeah yeah what are you doing Agreed. about it what yeah. is the biggest challenge in mindset that you come across over and over again with the people you work with apart from they feel they can't do it yeah um people think they're manifesting but they're really not they're actually doing the opposite of manifesting and and making the negative happen yeah. um and you i can't really fight when people are doing that when they don't understand they say like i wish i think about this all the time i want more money i wish i had more money i think about how much money i don't have all the time why aren't i manifesting it I wonder like, why. Exactly why. <laughs> because if uh affirmations is a big thing too people are saying affirmations and every time they say it their body's going you don't believe that at all yeah. They're actually doing more damage mm -hmm. by saying an affirmation they don't believe. The best way is just to um to muscle test to see if you actually believe it. But um, you know, but to sit in that space of believing. Yeah. And and if if there's an ounce of your energy or your body stiffening, that means you don't believe it. So stop saying it yes. because you're reinforcing that you don't believe it, that it's not going to happen. So mindset is a tough one. Mindset is a tough one. You, you, the person is, and I've done that. That's why I really resonate with what you say. Yeah. And because we were focused, I was focusing on the lack. I got more lack. The minute yeah. I went, oh, well, what the heck? You know what? Let me go run. Let me go play. Let me go and do a podcast recording. And then things started shifting. <laughs> I will tell you one of the things that I do when I feel like that, like I'm in the wrong energy is I try to serve others more. Yes. So one of the thing is, okay, I got to meet more people, but instead of just meeting people from this lack place, because I don't mm -hmm. have enough, why don't I try connecting people? Like who needs yes. to know each other so their life can be richer. Um, I'll tell you a funny story. When I went to write the book, I wrote the contract with the publisher and everything and it was actually last December, this time last year, a little later, it was like December. I was just like, I'm just not going to do it. I can't get people to do it. I don't know if I should do it. Who am I to do it? I get imposter syndrome a lot. Um, and I just kind of decided not to do it. And then I talked to my publisher and she's like, you have to do it. She's like, I don't think there's a book like this. You have to do it. This is really important. So I'm like, ah, well, right. I'll do it. Um, and then in January, I moved kind of into that energy of, I'm just going to allow it to happen. And if authors, I'm just going to put the offer out there. And if people want to tell their stories, we'll see who comes forward. You know, and I did reach out to a couple of people that I didn't know through LinkedIn, like just reading them like, oh, they, I bet you they have a good story and just kind of doing it. And I just let it go. Just absolutely let it go. And I was just like, we'll see if it happens. Yes. And literally... Um, we have 25 stories, well, 24, including me, 25 stories in this book. And like right up to the day of the, the cutoff, what we have like our kickoff call to teach everyone how to write, you know, I got my 25th person. Like, I was like, wow, this universe is freaking amazing. <laughs> right? It was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's, it's allowing it to go, but it's hard right? It's, yeah. it's really hard. And um, my coach is always reminding me like, 
just let it be. And I was like, how do you let it be when I have like, you know, a staff and payroll and all of this stuff that has to happen because the, the stress doesn't go away as you grow. So many people think it goes away. It actually gets bigger, mm-hmm. right? And it's how you're dealing with it. Because as you grow a company, mm-hmm. even if you're making a half a million, a million, two million, six, six million, all of your expenses have gotten that large as well. <laughs> so you're yeah. always just like, holy crap. You know, <laughs> instead of saying, you know, how do I make 2000 this month to pay my bill? It's how do I make 20,000 this month yes. to make sure my bills are paid? Yes. It's exactly the same stress level. You're just mm-hmm. doing it with a lot bigger numbers. And when you miss, you miss a lot bigger. Mm. Um so it's, how do you stay in that mindset? Cause I'm always like, what are the numbers? What are the numbers? What are the numbers? And that's the male side coming in, right? That male um, masculine energy coming in, but they're important to run your business. You have that's to river banks. Right. You, you still need to do it. Right? What's the pipeline look like? What does this do? And then the feminine is being able to go, okay, I got this. Mm-hmm. I never fail. I always hit my numbers. I have to trust that my, my team is going to make this happen. So it's hard. That's the work part. I feel very often is that how do we let go? For me, I know that is sometimes the biggest uh, work part (laughs) is okay. We've seen the lack. Now let's look at the lovely Luca or money that's flowing in and not even, and I agree with you about the service. I have definitely experienced that. Where can I serve? Whom shall I serve? Oh, wow. Look over here. I can help this person, that person. And it does expand and shift. Personally, I feel it's because it shifts my focus from what I don't have to what I can do. And you get that sense of success. So here's an interesting question for you. What does success feel like for you? Abundance. So it's being able to have all the resources I need to live the life I want to live. So it's not necessarily money or or stuff or things. I actually live kind of lean, you know, like I don't need stuff. Mm-hmm. I used to need stuff like two mm-hmm. decades ago, but I don't need stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. For me, um, how I define success actually for, woo, for me is um, I want to have enough money that I can send my kids plane tickets to meet me anywhere in the world. Beautiful. Yeah. And how so does whatever that, that feel? I don't oh know what it feels like. Does it yeah. bubble? Does it taste like smooth chocolate? A delicious uh, coffee? I don't know. What does it feel like? Yeah. To me, it's um, sheer joy, mm. like, like a bubbling in my heart. Mm. Um, yeah. Like, and and I've connected with it before. It's just, it's just this knowing of being able to say, yeah, let's just, let's go do this. Let's all go meet in Italy. Let's all go meet in London. Let's all, you know, and being able to say, here's your ticket. Here's your ticket. Just put everything on a card. I'll pay it all off. You know, like, because that's kind of cool. Like that's, that's what I want to do in the world. Like, and be able, and I have three kids that they can meet me anywhere in the world. And we can explore together. Wow, what a privilege. Camille, this has been awesome. What one final thing would you, not final, final for this podcast thing, would you like to sh- uh, share with our audience? Um, I would just say if you're 
if you're a soul aligned entrepreneur, if you're thinking about it, contemplating, or have ever said to yourself, this is what I want to do, but I can't make money doing that to come check us out. You know, we have free networking, we have free meet and greets, we have a lot of free stuff. So you can start to connect with people in the world that are making a difference because you can do it. Your, your gifts are needed and welcomed in the world. Wow. People, you heard it from this awesome lady. Come and meet her. This is an invitation you really, really wish to accept. Camille, thank you so much. I so appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. Bye-bye, everyone. And remember to share this podcast. Let's get the word out there and let people find out about Natural Life Business Partnership with Camille Miller. Have a grand, glorious, and amazing day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. And remember, come and find me on social media and tell me what you got out of this, where you can shift and change, and what it is you'd like to change to. If you'd like to work with me, reach out and let's chat. Have a great, glorious and phenomenal day. Bye-bye.